0: Hello and welcome to I'm In Here, a space all about spirituality, healing, and awakening for Black women, inclusive of women of trans experience, as well as gender non-conforming and non-binary people of color. Here I share tools and skills that have helped me along my spiritual and personal journey, and hopefully you will find some value in the information for your own journey to grow, heal, and align with your higher self. My name is Kendall, and I thank you for joining me. Hello, hello, hello. We're continuing with the chakras. We are now moving to the fifth chakra in the seven main chakra system that goes along the center line of our bodies. And this is the chakra, or chakra is really the pronunciation of it, that is the throat or as it is known in Sanskrit, vishuddha. So if you happen to listen to the last episode where we were talking about the heart chakra, I was explaining that the heart is the gateway. It's the center line between the lower three chakras, which deal with kind of more earthly things. And then we move up and deal more with spiritual ethereal things. So now we're in the throat where we're starting to kind of deal with or talk about energies and spiritual concepts that expand beyond this physical planet and beyond our physical senses. And yet while we have uh, our senses to be able to perceive these energies, the range in which our senses can perceive sight, sound, touch, taste, all that is, is, very limited considering what all of this energy is. Um, can really truly express and so we only have a very small fraction a very small window to be able to perceive all of this energy but we do the best that we can to try to explain it articulate it and these energy centers help us to be able to perceive all those finer energies all of those kind of subtler energies that we don't um, normally see perceive or that we only think of perceiving through our senses. With the throat, this is the energy center that deals with speech, communication and creative expression. Now when I say communication, you may be thinking of automatically verbal communication. But I'm also talking about body language, the way that we communicate non verbally, as well as communication with ourselves, our internal dialogue, also our communication with spirit and things that um, we can't see or perceive with our senses, like I was saying earlier. All of that is a part of communication. And I want you to keep that in mind as we talk more about this chakra and the ways in which this chakra works um, energetically. And I also mentioned creative expression. I think when I started talking about the chakras specifically, I might have mentioned somewhere in the root or in the sacral that all of these, while we're we're taking each one out and dissecting, inspecting them individually, it is a system, it's a network. And so while I'm talking about one specific energy center, They all work in conjunction together. So you may uh, listen to all the different episodes and say, oh, well, I I seem to have an unbalanced heart with an unbalanced root. There may be some uh, things going on with your third eye. And we tend to kind of want to just part and parcel when our healing uh, journey or when we are, when we're in our healing experience, we want to just kind of take bits and pieces of those one particular energy centers without looking at the whole the holistic piece of our entire energy body and the reason why i bring that up is because with this chakra with the throat being that it's a part of creative expression if you remember if you listen to the episode about the sacral chakra and that that's the uh, energy center that deals with creativity sensuality sexual expression uh that is where we connect with the divine and the sacral. That's where that energy starts, kind of bubbling, bubbling and percolating. And when we receive that information, we receive those those energy waves from spirit. We then uh, try to express them. We try to release them, let them out through our bodies, and that's where there's a connection with the throat and the sacral because if the energy kind of just stayed in the sacral then uh, as far as like creative expression or creativity it would just remain kind of in this nebulous realm or it would just remain in our bodies and it wouldn't get expressed and so in order to um, take that energy manifest those things into the physical world We need to have the throat chakra. We need to be able to express them, articulate them. And like I said, it's not just verbal communication. It's all forms of communication. So let's now talk about the ways that a healthy root chakra can look. These are just some examples. Uh, You're able to speak and hear the truth. All right, let's stop there for a second. The truth. What is the truth? Um, now many of us may have different definitions of what the truth is. I think that ultimately it's what you, what you definitely know in your gut. And if I kind of leave it vague like that, I think that if you were to take right now in your life, think about just reflect on moments in your life where you knew something so certain You are just, ah, you cannot shake me from this truth. I know it. And maybe other people tried to convince you of something otherwise. Or maybe um, having that unshakable truth within you, but then seeing something outside of you that's different. you're like, well, maybe I need to kind of, maybe it's not true. Maybe you're questioning it just based off of interactions. Maybe not even something that somebody said um or how somebody reacted to you but just seeing kind of the narratives around you you said to yourself "Mm, maybe i need to kind of let this truth go so hearing the truth speaking the truth that's something that 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 you know deeply like you there there's no denying it when you hear it and oftentimes the truths that come to us are not always the things that we want to hear they can be they can be wonderful things they can be beautiful things uh most of the time the 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 truths that that come to us are the things that are just really hard that we're often resisting and pushing against so i just wanted to kind of explain that for a little bit in in terms of truth because i have my notes here and these are things that i've written down from years ago um about the chakras and I keep coming back to them reverting back to them and the more that I come back to them the more I have more nuance more um, more understanding of these notes that I've taken so long ago and kind of reinterpreting them over time so speak the truth hear the truth another component of a healthy throat chakra is being able to tap into your heart and your intuition I also think that a component of a healthy throat chakra is sometimes also knowing when to speak and when not to speak. Having that discernment of communication because one of the things that I think is important for me to state here is that while this is the the center that deals with communication, I think that sometimes we all can get into a place of over explaining something we're saying something so much to where we're like detailed whittling it down to almost nothing and over explaining can not only dilute but it can really flatten something it's not that I I, I'm not trying to say that there are things that need to go unsaid Uh, I think that we we know intimately within ourselves When there's a moment to speak up and to say something and when there's a moment to just let things settle and let things pass. This has been something that I've really been working on because I'll say for myself that I've had to be able to understand how to be with silence and when to speak up. We'll go into that. I'll, I'll share more of that a little bit more. So let's keep going into um, healthy, balanced, unbalanced uh, signs and symptoms. So now I want to say, what are the signs and symptoms of an unhealthy, unbalanced throat chakra? They can be anything from having difficulty communicating. Maybe you swallow your words. Do you ever know like sometimes if you want to say something and you stop yourself and you just kind of gulp and it's just a ball in your throat? Mm, yeah that's that's (laughs) that's one way it can show up uh fear of telling others what you believe lying to yourself and others oof we all do that one we i mean you could try to deny it but we all do that difficult hearing difficulty in hearing the truth you can also talk too much you rarely listen to other people And not just listen with your ears, but like full body listening. Dominating a conversation. Always having to prove a point, be right. Maybe you want to have the last word all the time. Make sure that your word is the last of the conversation, closes it out. Boom, what I say is it. That's done. You could also be verbally mean, verbally abusive. So these are all different ways that your uh, throat chakra can be um, unbalanced, unhealthy, and also, like I said earlier, keep in mind that it's it's a whole system. So as we're talking about um, always, like maybe wanting to always kind of prove your point, and always wanting to to have the last word. Do you can do some investigative um, kind of digging for yourself to understand well why is that why do I always feel like I have to have the last word why is it that I always have to make sure that I make this point um is it because maybe I wasn't able to uh maybe I was shot down maybe I don't feel fully rooted and grounded I mean always going back to the first three chakras um are really the places that I always start anytime time there's something where people are kind of trying to figure out for themselves, like why do I do this thing? Where did this thing come from? I'm like, I'm like, okay, what is the root? Start at the base. And there's many different roots. There's many different entry points for pain. There's many different entry points for um, changing of, of a behavior, belief system. But we're able to go back, and we're able to say, okay. This, I think this kind of started because of this thing that was kind of um, entrained, entrenched in me as I was growing up. Something that my family did or something my family said or something that I just kind of picked up from my environment, from my caregivers, whatever it is. So always going back to the root so we can understand like, yeah, maybe I have difficulty communicating. Maybe I have difficulty where I always swallow, swallow my words. I don't express myself. And having the time and the patience and the curiosity to wonder why that is. So I wanted to go back really quick um, because I wanted to go a little bit more in depth with this communication. And as always, I like to share my own personal um, stories, the things that I'm learning with all of you, because I I'm going through all of these learnings myself, and so I like to be able to share the things that are coming up for me, the things that I'm struggling with, because maybe you might be going through those same things, and it's helpful to to hear that someone else is is going through it, so you're not by yourself. With this uh, communication, I, for many, many, many years, did not communicate what I felt. I stuffed down my feelings. I would uh re- repress and suppress my emotions, um my truth, anything, anything. I just followed the group. I followed the crowd because I did not in any way want to stand out. And over time I started to have like dreams where I had like an actual ball in my throat that I was trying to like pull out of my throat and I couldn't, it would just be stuck there. And after many years of not speaking up for myself, I swung really hard to the other side of the pendulum to where everything now I was saying like bam, bam, bam in real time. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I got to say. I was just talking, 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 talk So much. So much talking. I was really surprised at myself to go from a place of like not communicating, not speaking, to suddenly overly communicating. And I knew that I was overly communicating to compensate for all of the years that I did not communicate. But in that um, steamrolling... <laughs> process of communicating I did not let in any other voices or narratives because at the time my thought was if I give space for someone else to say something then that also gives space for the other person to for me to be influenced by the other person's ideas because that's something that I used to do before someone else would say something maybe against or or different than what I what I was thinking but I went along with it because I'm like I want to be a part of the crowd. I don't want to be like the outsider. I want to be kind of on the margins. I want to be included. And as I started becoming more vocal and more communicative with other people, I really didn't make a lot of space for anyone to share ideas, perspectives or if they did, I would just shut it down. Now I'm not listening, not going to do that. You got that opinion. That's great. You're not going to, you're not going to influence me. (laughs) You're not going to change my mind. And that period did not last as long as the period of me not communicating. But it did show me that over talking, overly communicating, overly stating my point is also not getting me where I want to be with other people. It's still creating uh, a barrier. It's still creating a wall. And I am I'm still shutting people out. It's just now it's a different it's it, it looks different. Whereas before it was me shutting down internal, putting up the walls. Now it's okay I'm 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 vocal and I'm expressive But I'm so vocal and expressive to the point that um, I'm not going to allow you to uh, express your feelings. I'm not going to allow you to express any ideas that you have. Whether they are in alignment with mine or not, it doesn't matter. I don't care. The practice that I'm in right now is knowing when to say something and when to shut up. (laughs) When to shut up, because the thing is, is that not everything needs to be said in the moment that you think it needs to be said. I, uh, in my practice of slowing down, being still, being silent and listening, I have noticed that... People will often, uh, people will soften. People will soften and they will open up and be vulnerable. And when that happens, that is a moment to, for me to meet that person with whatever it is that they need. So this also, ties into the communication because in those moments where i'm listening it gives other people a space to to really to really be heard there's this beautiful exchange that happens with me and this other person when i'm in conversation when i'm actively listening where i can feel within them really noticing that I'm listening. There's this appreciation. There's this understanding. There's this uh, mutual exchange of energy of, of I'm, I'm listening. I hear you. The other person is saying, I want to be seen. I want to be heard and me holding space for that person in that moment. And then I can, like I said, meet that person. I can meet them in a much more loving and compassionate way in a much more um softer place than talking or constantly affirming now sometimes when I get in a conversation with some friends and it gets a little it gets a little heated it gets a little rowdy yeah then we have like this back and forth we have this banter where it's mm mm-hmm, yes okay you know yes okay I yes, mm, and then the grunts <laughs> bring on a whole new life because the grunts, not for me, so much to let the other person know that I'm hearing you, but the grunts can be, mm, that what you just said really, oof, that, that really, that resonated with me. Or oof, what you just said hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting it to hit me. Or oof, oof, what you said really hurt. And so the grunts then take on this other meaning. All of this is a part of the communication. Now okay I'm transitioning because I want to move on to internal dialogue because this is where I think that so many of us get tripped up and we get tripped up because we we may know to some degree yes I talk to myself internally like I have this internal conversation this internal dialogue but we don't know that it is constantly going. It's going on all the time whether you're aware of it or not it is always on. And when we don't realize that it's always on, that means that sometimes we can be swayed by that internal dialogue. And that is the thing that's making the decisions. That's the thing that's making us choose which way to go, how to be, how to, what to do, all of that. When it's not fully taking into account all of the information that's going on around us so what do i mean by that my internal dialogue was very negative because it was coming from a place of past pains and hurts these are the things that i experienced these are these are the things that shaped me in these formidable years of my life and because of those experiences good bad and different this is now how i think this is how i process I I have very negative dialogue of myself because I feel that I'm unworthy that I'm unlovable that things are unsafe and so a lot of my dialogue was very very negative very very harmful but I did not know that for a very long time because I was just kind of assuming that yeah all of the things I would say about myself were wonderful and positive and they weren't. I could be in a present situation right now fully safe fully loved And there would still be this kind of whisper of, yeah, I don't know, this, this isn't a safe environment. And mm, we can't trust this. We can't trust this place. We can't trust this person. And whatever they're selling me or whatever they're saying to me, I can't buy that because I'm not worthy of receiving that. I'm not worthy of receiving that goodness. I don't deserve that. I can't trust people, I can't trust myself. So all of these were narratives that I had created and cultivated and nurtured, and they started from these formidable years. 10 down, or I'll say birth to 10. That is when this dialogue really started to shape itself. And then over the years, it just became more and more and more nurtured, more and more cultivated, more and more cared for. And so I did not realize that that was the thing that was going on in the background. So there were opportunities in my life that I passed up. There were moments that were beautiful that I couldn't see the beauty in it because I was so busy focusing or I was really kind of being dictated and controlled by this internal dialogue that was saying that I wasn't worthy, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't safe enough. And... It took some time for me to be able to really focus in and hone in on that dialogue, on that inner voice. I was having a conversation about this with um, my partner and our oldest daughter. And our oldest daughter was saying, that sounds really, that sounds like a lot of work to to be able to listen, to, to tap into your internal dialogue. And I said, yeah, Actually, at first it was because I didn't know how to do it. I just thought, "Um, yeah, maybe my internal dialogue are the things that are kind of like in the forefront of my mind. Thinking of my to-do list or thinking of any chores that I had or any um, activities or or work things or, or meetings that I had. But there was a whole other dialogue that was going on that was deeper, that was so much quieter, that was not as prevalent. And I said, yeah, initially it is... It does take some work to be able to focus in on that. It's kind of like teasing things out to say, okay, like where's the, where, where's, where's this voice coming from? But once I was able to do it, then I could really notice when I'm saying negative things about myself. And now it's not even so much of a, uh, it doesn't feel like work. It feels more of like, oh, this is, I know this voice. (laughs) I know this voice. I know what this voice is going to tell me and I just let it go I let that voice go with deep love and compassion I'm not critical of it I used to be I used to get down on myself and say oh why do you think these things why do you say these things about yourself this is so horrible why are you being so mean to yourself Kendall now I don't do that because the more that I would have judgment on my internal dialogue the more that voice would grow And it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger until so much of my life became very debilitating because then everything became unsafe and everything made me feel unworthy and unlovable. And that was, that was really not how to live. It just was such a restricting, very confining, very, um, suffocating way to live. We will have a whole separate episode where we're going to talk about more about that internal dialogue, really focusing in on how to listen to it. And if you want to kind of have a different narrative and a more positive narrative, what are some of the practices that you can do to be able to make to make that shift? So we'll talk about that in another episode. Now, really quickly, I wanna move on to the crystals that I use for this particular um, energy center, this throat chakra. I have uh, four different ones and I'm gonna go through them pretty quickly uh, just to give you some overall information of what they can do, uh, what these crystals can do for this particular chakra and how they have helped me specifically. The first crystal up on my uh, list is kyanite it's spelled with a k k y a n i t e kyanite it's a beautiful bluish stone and the reason why i like this for this particular chakra is that it encourages speaking one's truth self-expression and communication and it dispels blockages illusion anger frustration and stress and the reason why that's important is because when you have a lot of that energy that anger that frustration it can often cloud you from really seeing the truth so if you can't really see the truth for what it is then it's hard to be able to speak your truth or it's hard to be able to have a free flow or um, easy flow of communication and dialogue whether that's between yourself or someone else or something else so anger is like the the block that gets in the way so kyanite helps to dispel all of that, have a clear channel of communication. The next crystal on my list is one of my favorites. It's called Labradorite. Yes, think of like a dog Labrador, but it's a crystal, Labradorite. And this crystal does a lot in terms of um, kind of like dispelling things, releasing things. So it, it it's, it kind of dispels fear and insecurity and it also strengthens faith in the self and trust in the universe it really helps um to remove other people's projections and we're talking about truth we're talking about communication being rooted in self rooted in your own truth When you have other people's projections that are placed onto you or that you have willingly kind of allowed to accept into your life, into your being, it's hard to know that, that, that kernel of truth, that, that core truth that you feel within yourself. And so Labradorite helps to be able to remove all of that. It also helps with the clear uh, flow of communication. particularly if you are clouded by those fears and insecurities those are the things that when you have an unbalanced throat chakra uh, if you recall that uh, fear of speaking up or fear of speaking your truth is one of the signs of an imbalance and so labradorite can help you to remove those fears those insecurities and those projections of other people being able to tap into what is for you and the truth the core truth for you the next crystal that's on my list is beautiful it's a It's like a, it it has this bright green and this bright blue, but it also has like rocky elements. I can't explain it. It's called Azurite. A-Z-U-R-I-T-E. Azurite. Azurite helps bring clear understanding and expand the mind it stimulates your memory it challenges your view of reality and you let go of program beliefs systems so that you can move into the unknown without fear and i mean that's pretty self-explanatory i'm not going to go any deeper with that this is another crystal that i really uh love absolutely adore is called chrysocolla, and it's spelt C-H-R-Y-S-O-C-O-L-L-A. Chrysocolla. It's a beautiful like aqua, turquoise-ish, bluish-greenish crystal. One of my favorites. I cannot say how much I love it. I was drawn to it without knowing what it does. And ever since I've had it in my possession, it's an absolutely wonderful stone. This crystal works really good at connecting your heart and throat chakras so that you can have loving and heartfelt communication and speech and once again we always start with the self right we start with the self and expand outwards because really the self is connected to the outer Um, if you're thinking of heartfelt communication with self if you can't be truthful and honest with yourself and have loving and compassionate speech with yourself how do you think you're going to do that with other people So starting with the cell first, this crystal is a really, really good um, kind of conduit for that. And I didn't really know, I couldn't pinpoint it for myself when I picked it up. But when I started really working on dismantling or kind of chipping away at that negative internal dialogue that I had, that was around the time that I was drawn to crystal cola. I just walked into a crystal store wanting to pick something else up. And this is the one that happened to call to me. It was a beautiful shape. But it was like a large circular crystal and it had a nice weight to it so I could hold it in my hand. And for months I carried that with me. And that was a part of the crystals that I was using every time I was working on changing this negative internal dialogue for myself. And it's also Krista has helped me in being able to uh, be more open and listen fully compassionate listening full body listening to other people so when i've had this crystal around me and with me particularly when i'm talking to other people to spirit it really helps to ground my energy in a much like it brings that energy down to the heart center so that i'm able to have that compassion and since i've already practiced that compassion for myself i can feel it in my body and know what it feels like to have that compassion starting from self so that I can then emanate that to other people so this uh, crystal chrysocolla has really really helped me in having um, much more intentional loving speech to myself and to others ah this was such a really good episode I don't have a QA and a for this episode um But if you happen to have any questions that you would like for me to answer on this podcast, please, you can send me an email. My email's in the show notes, kendall at inherpower.space. That's kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L at inherpower, all one word, dot space email me any questions that you may have it could be related to the chakras it could be related to anything spiritual it could be related to mental health mental wellness all that good stuff any questions that you have and you want them to be read on the podcast please let me know in the email yes I would like for you to answer this question and I would like for you to answer it on the podcast so that I can shout you out I can tag you in the podcast episode okay uh, I really enjoyed this one and I look forward to the next one the third eye a lot of people are waiting for this one they're excited about the third eye it's got some good stuff good information but I really love talking about from the heart and this throat these are the two that really oof these are doozies and so these are really powerhouses of energy centers I mean all of them are every single one of them but these two are the ones that I've been working on a lot more recently so Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. All right. Bye-bye. I'm In Here is produced and edited by me, Kendall. The intro music was also created by me. You can find my wellness business, In Her Power, on Instagram at inher underscore power or on Twitter at inherpower email me with any questions concerns ideas thoughts that you may have my email address is kendall k-e-n-d-a-l at inherpower.space to help support me in continuing to bring you some great content i invite you to become a patron please make sure you review share and subscribe to this podcast